0: what's good everybody welcome back to another episode of who plays where we talk about basketball and wrestling unscripted and uncensored my name is Jerrell thomas i'm jonathan brown and i'm damon crayton and our first topic of the day ladies and gentlemen race WrestleMania was last weekend history making weekend and speaking of making history we have been we've been we've been talking about this for a while and it's finally happening ladies and gentlemen we finally have our first woman on the show uh very very honored to have this person on as a guest uh one of my closest friends, my CART sister, Ajene Dorsey. Ajane first things first. Thanks for hopping on. I really appreciate it.
1: Hey, thank
0: you. All right. So I'm going to ask you first, before we even start going fully in-depth, in one word, how would you describe WrestleMania?
1: Like this recent one or in general? Yeah.
0: Yeah, just recently. Um, I'll say
1: it's very different but it was also historic and nostalgic at the same time
2: okay uh
0: john what would you say in one word to describe wrestlemania this year
3: one word good
2: and damon what about you um let's see what would i say
4: i'd probably say um yeah i say i'd say good too
0: yeah, I I'd definitely say good. Um, I think it could have been great, but then night two happened, but we're gonna break all this shit down. Oh my <laughs> lord. So starting off with night one, WrestleMania Sunday. Uh I genuinely don't even remember this match ha- even happening. Uh the Usos versus uh and uh Rick Boogs for the tag teams, the SmackDown tag team titles. Uh I don't remember this. Did any did anything happen?
3: Um, Rick Boogs he got injured that match.
0: Yeah. So it oh, kind of cut the it cut yeah. the match kind
4: of short. They had rush to rush the finish.
0: Yeah. Okay. So the Usos won. Um, that that's cool. I guess. Wait, I was there, Were you? Did Did you put? Were you there when when that match was going on?
1: No, I came late. I didn't come until oh, yeah. like almost an hour
0: late. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, no, I remember. No, I remember. Um, okay, so the next match, Drew McIntyre beat Happy Corbin. Um, the only thing I can say, um, Drew McIntyre kicked out the end of days, and I'm mad about that. Uh, they didn't build to that. Sh- they didn't build to it at all. So I'm just kind of like, why did it happen? You know, um, Drew won, and then. He tried to just kill everybody with that damn sword and cut the ropes. So, yeah, there, there's that. Uh, did any of y'all have any thoughts on that match? Because I I don't know what to say.
4: I think I just feel like for someone to finally break that, uh, break the, uh, what's it called, break the end of day streak, I feel like it should have been, like, more reasonable. Like, the fuse the yeah. over now. Like now yeah. it's like pointless. Like there's yeah. no reason for it. If anything, because now then he just he just turned on the madcap nigga or whatever the fucking that nigga's name is. <laughs> he should have had him do it or something. I don't know. <laughs>
0: been... uh, bro. nigga, I would have no. Nah, I would have been mad as fuck if that shit happened. But John, did you have any thoughts about that match? At I do I
3: would say the wrong person won.
2: Hmm. That's the wrong
3: person one. I mean, Happy Corbin, I don't know about y'all, but I like Happy Corbin. I actually like Happy Corbin. And the fact that Drew McIntyre kicked out was shocking to me because I thought that was it. Um, But they you know, you should have, you you were right, they should have built towards it. Like, they should have had during the buildup say, nope. Uh, Baron Corbin said, "No one has kicked out of my finisher. You will not either." And it yeah, it just kind of
0: was a match. And- yeah, it just kind of happened, but you,
2: you know. didn't know it would have
4: been a really good
0: payoff. Actually, what? if they would have made
4: Corbin broke all this time, and then like he came into WrestleMania like broke as hell, and then he finally beat Drew, and then that nigga was happy.
0: I kind of fuck with it. Yeah. Kind of. I just, I just like. Baron Corbin deserved better, bro. Yeah. Real shit. He got one of the best offensive bags in wrestling. And they just be, they be dogging the fuck out of him, bro. Cause that nigga didn't have like six different names. Like Baron Corbin, Constable Corbin, Happy Corbin, he Bumass Corbin. Corbin. Like nigga, just, bro. Just understand. give him
4: his original gimmick.
0: Please, Let him roll with that. Bro.
4: Like, that was fire.
0: Really? But those are like the only two really, like, actually, no, it was another bad match on this show. But it wasn't even bad, but you know, like just three matches that we didn't care about. But let's get into the good shit. Ajane, I know you were here for this. So I want to ask you first um, Ray and Dominic Mysterio versus The Miz and Logan Paul. What did you think about Logan Paul?
1: My bad, I was nowhere near my phone, but um, it seemed pretty interesting, but I just, it, it's getting to a point where, like, Logan Paul, I just feel like these big, like, fighting companies are using him for, like, a play to get more views. Nah, I feel it,
0: though. I mean, because it's, um, like... I feel
1: like... They won the match. Um, Logan Paul and then won a match, but then he turned. Um, whoever who was on his team turned against him. I felt like that was pretty interesting. Logan Paul was like, "What the fuck happened?" Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, um, I feel like, and I can't believe I'm saying this shit. I want to see the Miz versus Logan Paul. I do. I I, I don't know why I want to see this shit so damn bad. But I do. Um, Logan Paul, I Logan Paul is actually a pretty decent wrestler. Uh, he is like the perfect heel I, because, like, it's not even him like his personality or his wrestling like it's just him. Like, everybody wanted to boo him that night except for me. I'm the only one who said, "You know what? Go Logan Paul." But not because I like Logan Paul, because I hate him and his brother. I fucking hate both of them. But I just wanted to see niggas mad. And dog, that no. Logan Paul deadass went off. He he went off in that match. I'm not even gonna hold you. But
1: it was it was a good fight to watch, even though I feel like that's when I came in. like I came in yeah. there. So I didn't get to. I watch feel like it you caught the met.
0: entrances. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember if you did or not.
1: I feel like I came in during that match because I was I came in I was like, "Who the hell is that?" In regards to Mysterio son, because <laughs> I was like, "What?"
0: <laughs> Yo, but Damon, what did you think about Logan Paul's performance in that match? Um, that
4: was it. Was I? I was impressed. I thought it was going to be really sloppy, but he actually looked like. And I actually saw like a, an interview he did after the fact that he was like. He's like, I was, like, freestyling, like, half of that stuff. And then he said he thought he gave himself a concussion when he did the three amigos because he, like, slammed his head off of the mat. Um, but he did good. Um, obviously, he's no bad bunny in, that re- in like, that regard, but it, he, he did good. I'm ex- I'm
0: interested in seeing where this Miz thing goes, though. Yeah. No, because, so like, I have like- seen people um, say, well, what was you about to say, Ajenei?
1: So is it like a every year thing now with WWE? Like they gotta have a special guest like fight for Mania.
0: It had they used to do it all the time, like back in the day, but like they, I guess, like they started doing it again because like now they are having crowds back and everything. So I think that might be why. Okay,
2: that's what makes sense.
4: Yeah. yeah, the Pauls are like the biggest thing right now. I was gonna say, like you said, like they were using them for money reasons they probably were
0: because literally the pauls are everywhere they're making
4: everybody money
0: right now unfortunately man but like i've seen people saying that logan paul was better than bad bunny and i'm just sitting there just like let's let's calm down a little bit let's 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 relax logan paul ain't doing no fucking canadian destroyer but you know because he's not
1: you know what would be really cool what it don't have to be mania, but it could be like a rumble full of like special guest people who aren't really wrestling.
4: That'd be so funny and chaotic. I would go.
0: <laughs> I would get no real. I would go <laughs> just to see that. Man. But uh, John, what did you think about Mogan Paul's performance?
3: Um, I thought his performance was pretty good. Um, Especially the three amigos and him doing the shimmy before the frog slash. I thought that was pretty good because not only are you doing it against Rey Mysterio, who has a deep tie to Eddie Guerrero, but it gets the crowd mad. And he did his job as a heel. Now, with the finish of the match, I thought, yeah, Logan Paul, Mr. Logan Paul, and Miz, they were the the right winners. They should have won. I mean, yeah, they did win. But the betrayal, the wrong betrayal happened. It should have been Ray and Dominic. It should have been Dominic betraying Ray, not Miss betraying Paul.
0: <laughs> Bro, do you know how long I've been asking for that shit, and they just won't do it? Like, may, may, maybe that's maybe that's a terrible thought. But I I just want to see Dominic beat his dad ass. I that's that's just all I want to see. Like, I, I want to see this shit so bad. Man, Bro, like, you know. Just finish
4: him off with the five-star
0: frog splash. That would be
4: <laughs> easily the funniest shit I had ever seen.
0: Nigga, that would be, like, the best heel turn ever. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Whew, but, lady and gentlemen, it's it's time to be toxic. Because <clears throat> the next match on the card for the Raw Women's title was midtime tom Beck's Becky Lynch against the GOATs. That wonderful, beautiful, strong black woman. Fuck Montez Ford for marrying her because you stole my woman, but it's okay. Bianca motherfucking Bella. You know what? I'm just gonna say it now. Bianca Bell is the best, best wrestler in the damn company. I don't give a fuck what anybody has to say. I, I love Sasha, but come on now. No, I, I think Bianca's better. Um, fuck Charlotte, fuck Ronda. Fuck Becky Bailey, cool. Um, Bianca Belair is just the best woman's wrestler in all of WWE. And people was trying to say, "Oh, Becky should cut her bread off at of WrestleMania." Well, guess what, you racist bitches. That didn't fucking happen. Okay, Bianca Belair won, and she won with a fucking black eye. She's the, the roughest, the toughest, the fastest, the best. all that shit that she be saying. She is all of it. I love her to death. She's the best. Fuck Becky Lynch, bro. Because she really gave her a black eye. I wish be I wish Bianca would have whooped her ass again with that hair. I, I was waiting for it, but it didn't happen. But safe to say that um when 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 the ref counted to three, um everyone that was watching WrestleMania, whether it be at John's apartment or on our watch party, we, we acted a little, you know, things were said and done that usually wouldn't have been said and done. But this was by far my favorite match of all of WrestleMania. But Anya, what did you think about Bianca Belair winning?
1: Um well, watching the entire match cuz I didn't understand the storyline. I just felt like Becky was doing overkill. I was just like, "Why are you like hitting her like that? Like what the fuck did she do to you? And why are you so angry?" And then she just looked so stressed out every time that Bianca would just like kick out. I was just like, what the fuck is going on? And why? Like, it just gave me like Karen vibes. Like, why are you so stressed out for like no fucking reason? And then I was watching the match, but like, no cap. I just kept looking at Bianca and was like, she looks like a shanti. Like, for a mania intro, she should really like bring a shanti out and a shanti perform a song, perform her intro.
0: That would be dope. Speaking of speaking of our entrance, bro, shout out to Texas Southern. We, we got HBCU representation at WrestleMania, that, and I'm, I'm gonna just leave it at that in Texas of all places. Exactly, love to see it. But, John, that. what did you think?
3: I am glad Bianca won. If Bianca didn't win. I would have canceled my subscription to Peacock. Let's just leave it at that.
2: <laughs> and, damn it, what about you? <laughs> it was good.
4: Send her home and take care of uh, fucking Seth Rollins Jr. with crusty yeah. ass. Looking, trying to cut yeah. no black woman's hair, bro. Oh, get the hell out of here! Looking, trying to be fucking Haley Williams. Yeah, bro. Nah, get out of here. But nah, shout nah. out to that girl.
1: <laughs> Nah, nah it was it was Becky's gear and her hairstyle that was just sending me. Like whoever did her makeup, they need day ass work, because
4: bro, because they did her all kinds. <laughs> they did her. They did her. No, just seven. What'd you no, just this. <laughs> Seth Rollins <laughs> Jr. Oh, they had a girl. Yeah, I don't care, bro. Yeah, That's bro. Seth Rollins Jr. I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck.
0: <laughs> that nigga said, "Fuck that white baby.
4: <laughs> Miss, Mrs. Mrs. Seth Rollins Jr. There we go. How about that? I'm better.
0: <laughs> Yo, bro, but like, I'm not even gonna go on my Becky Lynch rant today, bro. I'm, I'm just not. I, I just, I'm not. But, you know. I would want to introduce this topic, this this next match, but I don't think I can do this proper justice. So, John, the next match, Seth Rollins versus TBA. T- take it away, brother.
3: Well, TBA turned out to be Cody Rhodes. The American Nightmare. And we were all happy, you we were all great. But I think his interest is surprised was ruined by dirt sheets. And the match was great, but I could care less about the match. I was just more happy that Cody Groves was back in the WWE and something happened in reality that I just didn't believe. So I was just happy.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. You know, the dirt sheets, they were spoiled it. But I'm just like, I don't believe that i was just like i will not believe it till i see it and then i saw it and i made a noise and i don't know what that noise was but i just know that i will never end up making that noise again um i didn't even know my voice would get that high like i i saw like because john john made a video and sent it to us and i was just sitting there just like nigga that is not me that is not my fucking voice. Like, I, I, I don't know what happened, but I, I lost it. I, I lost it. <laughs> but Damon, what did you think about Cody Rhodes actually coming back?
4: Um, it really felt surreal. Um, all I can say is praise the heavens because our dear man, and black savior has finally arrived the black savior of the masses, um, father of liberty.
2: <laughs>
4: he knew it was African-American April, and he had to do what had to be done. <laughs> I can't even say this shit was straight face. But the match was very good. Um, thank you again.
0: Oh, my God, bro. It's like the funny thing about it is just, you know, all of the all of the wrestling, the white wrestling fans who don't understand the joke about Cody being being for niggas, bro. Okay, but as I'm going to ask you a two part question, the first thing is, what did you think about Cody Rose being back? And the second thing, because I know you was talking the most shit about this. What did you think of Seth gear?
1: I oh, that's a bad bitch. Cause <laughs> what the fuck was that? Like, like lace, and I was just like, "You said no. You said that he went in Becky's closet and <laughs> found something to wear." So, in regards to sex gear, it was different I would say the most but it wasn't what I expected especially out of somebody well kind of do expect it because he did have a whole fucking like temper tantrum about having a match at media, so it was it was warranted but in regards to Cody Rhodes coming back yet again like when I mentioned that Mania this year being nostalgic it brought my childhood back because I was watching WWE when Cody debuted so that's it, it. It felt good for me to like understand somewhat what is going on in WWE still because there are still people from my childhood coming back or still in the network.
0: Yeah. Um, all I'm going to say is uh, I'm, that damn tattoo, man i'm i'm sorry i i just it's, it's it's i can't i can't get over it i I it's been like at least a year and a half since he got that shit and i still just can't get over it that is one of the worst tattoos i've ever seen in my entire life i, I don't a, is that his brother's name bad. on
1: his body
0: oh no I, that's uh just says dream says dream i think oh yeah. i
1: thought it said i thought it said dusty because that's his no, brother's Dusty's name. Is Oh, his dad. I thought his dad or something died. That's why I was like, okay, maybe yeah, he, he got it
3: every day.
0: No, I'm talking about that bullshit on his neck. I'm I'm just I don't know. but uh the second to last match on the card. Um <laughs> yo, like this shit is actually funny. Um this was 18 minutes that nobody watched um Charlotte versus Rhonda for the smackdown with title. Um, did any of y'all ha- do any of y'all remember anything that happened? Because I, I don't no nah,
1: I was in the bathroom taking a shit. I, I went to Gianni's house. Yeah. Do
4: not um, I went to bed so I, I can't even speak on it.
0: <laughs> you know what? <laughs> With that being said, we just we just gonna skip over that. Charlotte won. That was that was racist because I expected the three percent black woman to win, and she did. Three percent. But you know what? It's okay though because apparently at um, well I still can't believe they calling it this shit now. <clears throat> WrestleMania Backlash. Now I'm still no that that is the dumbest name I've ever heard, but it's gonna be Charlotte and Ronda in a I Quit match. How did we get here? How, how the fuck did we get here?
1: The fuck <laughs> is WrestleMania backlash?
0: So you remember like they used to have backlash back in the day? They just added yeah. WrestleMania to the front of it because it's the show after WrestleMania for whatever reason. So basically, it's like WrestleMania part two, part two.
1: Like the Raw After Mania shit?
0: Yeah, for whatever reason.
1: Or SmackDown After Mania, depending on which show they yeah, are. Yeah,
0: yeah. But <clears throat> this had be, even though Bianca versus uh, Becky was my favorite match, this had to be my highlight of the night, bro. <laughs> we get the Kevin Owens show, right? Kevin Owens comes out, and, you know, he's talking shit about sex. He's talking shit about Stone Cold. Stone Cold comes out to so the biggest pop I've ever seen. And, like, you know, Kevin Owens, he not letting Stone Cold talk, and he was just like, wait a minute, I watched I told you I wanted to bring you here to talk, but I want to match. And everybody, because remember, everybody was saying, Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens, what the fuck? nobody want to see that shit. This was the best surprise I've ever seen at WrestleMania, bro. Like, Stone Cold is pushing 60. And the fact that he had one of the best no holds bar matches I've ever seen. First of all, shout out to Kevin Owens, bro, because Kevin Owens made Stone Cold look like a fucking, like he hadn't lost a step. And then, like, Stone Cold taking bumps on concrete and shit, all going to state. Beautiful. Just beautiful. Just beautiful. But, uh, Ajene, because I know when you had, went, you had left, uh, I saw, like, you had caught, like, bits and pieces of it. Um, do
2: you remember anything from it?
1: remember somebody throwing a beer at him and he started drinking it is just (laughs) like yet again nostalgia like that old raw or like that one mania where he drank like 40 beers like it just brings back like that nostalgic feeling of like stone cold doing like crazy shit and like we had this conversation um day two I was like I miss Stone Cold tormenting the fuck out of Vince McMahon like that was the the edge I had what I looked forward to it brought it brought like great memories in my life of like like being a kid so it felt good yet again it makes me feel like I'm a kid all over again and you know reminds me of why I started watching wrestling in the first place what made me get into wrestling in the first place because I haven't watched it in a long time so then Mania being so nostalgic and bringing back everything that I remember, it was like it was amazing. Chef's kiss.
0: All right. And John, what about you? What, what did you think of this? Because I know Damon, Damon went to sleep and just missed this greatness. But John, what did you think about this?
3: I thought it was fun. Uh, it was entertaining. But I, I actually almost fell asleep during that whole segment and match. I almost fell asleep
2: i blame charlotte and ronda
3: yeah
2: yeah but
0: that that match was actually fun man you know just i don't know how stone cold is still healthy because i'm sorry but like all them beers he should not be built like that damn near 60 years old i I don't understand but that's wrestlemania saturday wrestlemania sunday was it was okay i guess um nothing too memorable but speaking of memorable i gotta start this off um the triple threat for the raw title the acting titles rk bro street privacy alpha academy i just gotta say go randy orton and matt riddle that's that's all i'm gonna say um i mean of course part of me thought that the street props would win and riddle would turn on randy but it didn't happen so solid match um the RKO is still one of the best moves ever created, and that's all I have to say about it. But, John, what did you think about this one?
3: Um, I thought the, the match was pretty good. Uh, I thought the Street Profits were going to win, and um, Riddle was going to betray Randy, Randy Orton. That's what I thought was going to happen, but it didn't. I'm not mad. And seeing Gable Stevenson at the end was pretty cool. So, I wonder what WWE is going to do with Gable Stevenson.
0: I'm i not even going to hold you, bro. I forgot all about that shit at the end. I, I straight up forgot. It. But um, I just realized that the Street Profits are the only black anything to have lost in the entire weekend. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Um, racist. Definitely racist, but, you know, it wouldn't be WWE without a little bit of racism now. So, you know, it's, it's not okay, but it's okay. But, Damon, what did you think about this triple threat? Um, I actually enjoyed it a lot. Uh, it was
4: fun. Um, Good way to start it. I also thought the Street Poppers were going to win, um, but it it never... It never gets old seeing uh, the different variations of RKO and seeing them both hit it was cool. Um, But, yeah, it was it was a good start. Yeah, I I also forgot about the Gable Stevenson
2: shit.
0: (laughs) Actually, now I do remember it. I remember it now. Okay, yeah, it was it was cool. I mean, all he did was just suplex somebody. I mean, he's an Olympic fucking wrestler. Congrats. You can do a suplex. I'm impressed. You do
2: what you do on a regular basis. But, uh, Ajene, what did you think about this? No cap, I don't think I was paying attention to that match. I don't
1: <laughs> think I, I I think I saw Randyor and I was like, ooh, yay. And then I said something about him being cute. And then here y'all go like, all shit. Like here you go with these <laughs> white men. So, Yeah, I don't really remember much about that match, but I do remember hearing something about Gable Stevenson and I was like,
2: oh, yeah, nice
1: black man to add to the WWE. We need
2: more more people, more black
1: people. Yeah, we need more representation.
0: A thousand percent. But speaking of black people, oh, well, there was more than one black loser on the show but this one is different because it was two black people in the match it was bobby Lashley first almost um this match did not need to be at wrestlemania this could have been on raw but it happened and bobby won so go bobby that's that's all i can say almost it's not good at anything go bobby go bobby but damon what do you what did you think about this one that shit was ass bro um <laughs>
4: I don't, first of all i don't think anybody won well i don't think anybody wanted to see almost win so i guess that was a good thing but no black people won because mvp fucking turned on bobby lashley so now i have no reason to give wait, a shit wait wait bobby wait
0: lashley. wait 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 hold on stop stop when when did this happen
4: monday oh that was monday bro either way didn't nobody give a shit about that um but Wait yeah, a minute! So no, 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 no!
0: I can't even let you finish that,
4: nigga. MVP turn over. for what? Why? He joined, he's he's almost his man now. Yeah, they they passing the black man around
0: like slave. They put MVP with um, Okay, for
4: I mean what? somebody got to talk. That nigga is not capable of doing
2: anything. <sighs> exactly. Honestly, I,
4: I would have rather seen the inter that triple threat intercontinental match on the Mania card than that.
0: Where the fuck was Ricochet? <laughs> Where was Ricochet? I ask myself that question every day.
3: Jesus. Catering. he been catering.
0: He's the fucking bro. How do you have a champion in catering? Please make that make sense. Watching his wife announce, or not his wife, his, his
4: girl announce all the matches.
0: Yep. Wait, his girl is an announcer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, the black one I was in the ring? Yeah, and maybe some, some, oh, more, hell, some no effect bro, effect? I'm not even gonna hold you. I'll be mad as fuck. Yeah. Nigga, if I'm the if I'm the intercontinental champion, yeah, and
2: champions. like
0: i will be happy for her, Would you mean to tell me as an intercontinental champion, you can't find shit for me to do with mania, but watch my girlfriend announce all the participants in mania. I would be mad as hell because I know that I know that car ride home was awkward. I know it was. I know it was.
2: But Ajanette, did you have any thoughts about this one?
1: Yet again, no. I don't know them people. I probably wasn't paying attention. Not even gonna lie.
0: And John, what
3: about you? Uh, that is, I thought Omos was going to win. I thought he was, but Bobby Lashley, he won. And MVP betraying Bobby Lashley was a shock to me. I was like, oh, wow. And MVP being paired with Omos is pretty good. That's pretty good because finally we, we, we can get something out of Omos. We can make him believable. We can make him legitimate. And what better way than pairing him with MVP who can talk, who can talk, he can deliver a promo. We've seen it since 2007 when he was United States champion. And... Uh, I see almost as a legitimate a legitimate challenger for the United States Championship, if MVP delivers promos well for almost.
2: Mm.
0: <clears throat> I don't want to see that. I I I hate to say I hate to say I don't want to see this Black Man win, but I don't want to see this one win. No, oh, because he can't fucking wrestle. He cannot wrestle, but. <clears throat> that was that was that match was six minutes and 35 seconds. Yeah, no, um, no comment. But the next match, I enjoyed this one a little bit too much. It was Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn in the anything goes match. And all I'm gonna say is the MVP of this match was not Johnny Knoxville, and it was not Sami Zayn, it was fucking we man. We man was the MVP of this match. Bro, because I figured, okay, well, it's gonna be Sami Zayn versus the entire cast of Jackass. But then we Man gets the and body slams Sami. Um I had friends texting me talking about, "Hey, bro, I didn't know you was at WrestleMania." First of all, let me address that shit now. <laughs> to everybody who said that I had a massive WrestleMania, all I'm gonna say is, "Fuck all y'all." Y'all can all go suck a caterpillar oh, dick. Oh, that's You funny. know what? Listen here, okay? This I'm five two. Okay, We Man Amazing. is like fucking... Hold on. Let me see how tall we Man is, because y'all got me fucked up.
4: That's like... we man,
0: right? man is four foot... Ha- Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you're a demon. You, you... All three of y'all are demon. Well, not Ajene. You, all three of y'all. John, you know why. You know why, but... Okay you know what you know what niggas call me a demon bro
1: i wanted to say you sure you don't want to call me a demon i'm always throwing the short jokes at you
0: you know what we're not gonna do this today we're not gonna do this today but Ajane, what did what did you think of this one um specifically the the mouse trap table
1: like it was really funny like it like lightened the mood like it just was like it wasn't a match that you're supposed to take seriously. It was really just for like shits and giggles. And it was fun to like have something that was a little bit more lighthearted. So, you know, these promos that seemed like they were very personal.
0: <laughs> Niggas really call me we man. You know what? I'm I'm not gonna be over <laughs> that. I'm not I'm not getting over <laughs> that. I'm not getting over that. But Damon, what did you think about Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn? <laughs>
4: um it was i i enjoyed it way too much uh i I don't think i expected to be that interested in it um but they okay can we just stop and talk about for a minute my man that had the fucking jean fucking booty shorts on bro that shit was so funny
0: that whole mess (laughs) dog But him
4: going through that fucking mousetrap table was vicious,
0: dude. You couldn't, bro. You cannot pay me to take that bump. Fuck no. I was hoping Jasper did some stuff too, but that was. I I, mean, you can't get everything we want here. But John, what did you think about this match? Uh,
3: I thought this was going to be the bathroom break match, but. No, um, I was surprised at how entertaining it was. Um, I thought Sami Zayn was going to win, but um, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the match. I liked the um, the mouse trap on the tables. I thought that was a pretty cool stunt. Um, it reminded me of of like it was, it's like thumbtacks on the table, but it was mouse traps. So that was like a cool WrestleMania moment. It were reminded me of Edge and McFoley, but it wasn't fire.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, and the
0: giant mouse trap at the end too. I'm not even, gonna, bro. I fucking lost it. That that shit was hilarious. <clears throat> but since that did lighten the mood for all of us, the next match was. My personal favorite moment of the night—it was the Fatal Four Way for the Women's Tag Titles. It was Carmella and Zelina, Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Natalia and Shayna Baszler. And my favorite tag team in wrestling at this moment in time: Sasha Banks and Naomi. Black women, ladies and gentlemen, black women carried WrestleMania, just like last year, just like last year. Black women carried WrestleMania and it was it was it was it was it was amazing it was beautiful um i didn't care about the match i only cared about the result i will say though sasha and Naomi's tag team finishers fucking fired i don't i don't know what to call it but that shit was heat so i'm just going to say go black women once again but ajane what did you think about sasha and naomi winning at mania um i
1: personally enjoyed that match because um, compared to like the other teams that I was watching you can tell that they actually have chemistry and they work very well together and especially Sasha like they're very like fearless they just say fuck it we ball and just kind of jump in and do anything no matter what the result what the fuck happened Um, whatever the result may be I felt like that was my favorite match of like mania I don't know, Bianca and Becky is pretty good, too. So I feel like they're kind of, like, head in hand. But it it was really fun, like, really watching that match and seeing, like, the result and how they, like, basically how their chemistry works together and how, like, they were able to, like, get the job done without anything personal or anything promo-wise getting in between it. It was just like, let's get this work done and get it out.
0: Yeah. And, Damon, what did you think about the result? Um,
4: definitely the right winner. Uh, I actually that was actually my favorite tag match of the weekend. I the the last couple of years the women's tag team match has been very lackluster, but this one was actually like really enjoyable. Um, and also that finisher is sweet. Also, um,
0: but yeah, that's really my thoughts on that. And John, what about you? Uh, it
3: was predictable that everyone really win. it was too easily predictable that naomi and sasha were going to win so i wasn't even mad i was like oh great this is amazing yaka's as raw women's champion sasha and naomi has the tag team champions
4: which is great this is cool
0: well you know what would have made it better if ronda would have won if ronda would have beat charlotte could have had a 3% black woman, but no, but it's all, it's all good. But now the longest match from WrestleMania this year is versus AJ Styles. All I'm going to say is yes. Um. First of all, I was disappointed that they didn't let AJ come out to his TNA music, but it is what it is. I wanted that more than anything. And they didn't give it to me but it's okay because no one can ever say anything negative about aj styles edge that new music is fucking heat the entrance top tier. the match was great and then seeing damien priest come out that i'm out at the end and now they're new fashion i, I love to see it love to see it but Ajane i remember when we talked about it you said that this you felt like this one should have been the main event Um, So what did you, what did you think about this when, you know, just seeing Edge and AJ finally in a ring together?
1: Well, because I know this is something that um, everyone's kind of been anticipating for like years to happen. So that's why I feel like it should have been the main event because it's something that everyone was like looking forward to. But I really enjoyed it because yet again, it's bringing nostalgia to me and just bringing back like that feeling of wrestling when I was a kid because I remember Edge back in the day when I was little, and it's like, oh, okay, you see him, and then AJ, which AJ's not new, but he's fairly really newer than compared to Edge. So it was like, oh, this is cool. And I think, don't they have, like, similar, like, wrestling styles?
2: Mm,
0: I would say now they somewhat do because AJ don't really, not really much of a high-flyer no more, but back in the day, nah.
1: Yeah, so... I know it was something like very there's something about them that makes them very similar. That's why everybody wanted um Sasha and the other girl who do the splits. I forgot her name.
4: Melina?
1: Melina, yeah, they wanted them to fight. Like it's yeah, that's just I'm not gonna say I what like I was about
0: to say. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna
1: don't Don't say it. But yeah. It just gives me that, like, you know, it's something that people have been looking forward to see because they're very similar. Same way um, everybody wants Sasha and AJ Lee to fight. I don't think it'll happen because I think AJ is, like, injured, injured. But...
2: Yeah.
1: It's cool to see, like, what... um, That the network actually listens to what the fans want and try to make it a reality.
0: For once... For once. But, John, what did you think about this match?
3: Um. It was a little slow. But that's that's always, like, edge matches are. It's, like, a little slow. And then it'll pick up at the end. But it was, it was very interesting to see Damian Priest out there. Because he was pushed as the United States champion for... A good minute. So I'm glad he had like a Wrestlemania spot.
0: Wait, he was? My foot, bro. My, my, you, I don't watch Raw, bro. I, I, I can't.
3: Yeah, he, he was United States Champion before Finn Balor. And he even had a gimmick change while wow, United States Champion. He went from like, you know, the original Damien Priest to like half you will have Angel gimmick. But now he's with Edge and it looks like a dark gimmick,
0: which I think will be good. Yeah, most definitely. And then I heard rumors about uh Rhea Ripley might be with him too. And if that's the case, sign me the fuck up, please. And Damon, what did you think about this match?
4: Um, <laughs> um I agree with John also. Um, uh, I didn't know if it was crazy that I was thinking about it. I was like it definitely did start kind of slow um, but it was a very technical match, trying to build like a lot of emotion in it but um the pre- the whole priest thing was like mad interesting so i'm I'm really interested in where they this was a good launching point for this, so I'm interested in where they go with it, yeah me too,
0: me too and now the shortest match on the card, clocking in at one minute and 40 seconds. Um. Oh, more black people that lost. This, no, this, I don't give a fuck what nobody said. This shit here was racist as hell. You can't tell me this shit wasn't racist. It was Seamus and Rich Holland with Pete Dunn. I'm not calling him fucking Butch. Beat the New Day in a minute and 40 seconds. This this was the most racist shit I've ever seen in the history of WrestleMania, and I saw Roddy Piper put on fucking blackface. This shit was racist as hell. This was racially motivated. I I don't I don't care. You you cannot convince me this shit was not racially motivated, because first it got cut from night one, for whatever reason. Then they said it was they was gonna put it on night two, and I'm like, okay, well, if it's gonna be on night two, it should be pretty good, and it wasn't even two minutes. So um justice for kofi um i just want to remind everybody that kofi kingston was wwe champion three years ago um but you know what it's just racism it's just racism um did anybody have any thoughts on this this piece of shit
4: what's racist is that they put it on the card because that should have never even been on there. That she was asked from the beginning.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know what happened, but I'm just gonna move on from it because I'm just gonna act like it didn't happen. Now this here, this wasn't going to surprise me because I knew it was gonna be good, but it was Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory, and Pat McAfee is just. This man literally – there's nothing this man can't do. This man retired from football and became a commentator slash wrestling manager slash professional wrestler, and he's done an amazing job at all of it. I think he just naturally just has this gift to where, like, he's just the most lovable – like, even when he was a heel at NXT, like, he pulled it off, like, perfectly to the point where, like, even though he was a heel, you loved him, like – The the one thing I want to talk about specifically, Pat McAfee, he has Austin Theory on the top rope. and He's trying to give him a superplex, but Austin Theory gets out, and he pushes Pat McAfee. And do you know what Pat McAfee does? This motherfucker does a backflip off the top rope, lands on his feet, jumps back up to the top rope, and gave Austin Theory a superplex. That should have been the end of the match right there. I don't care if it was just a super play. That should have been the end of the match. Um, Austin Theory made Pat McAfee look like a million dollars. And with all that, they ruined the moment because immediately after, Pat McAfee calls out Vince McMahon. And I'm thinking, well, Pat going Pat gonna to go two for two. No. <laughs> they let Vince McMahon... Win a match at WrestleMania in less than four minutes. Now Stone Cold did come out and he gave everybody a stunner, but you know, Mr. McMahon's was no comment. That that was the worst stunner in the history of stunners. But you know, it, it just it just it just ruined a moment for me because Pat McAfee was fucking amazing. But um, Damon, what did you think about the whole thing? Like just the Pat McAfee versus Austin theory and then the Mr. McMahon and the Stone Cold shit.
4: I love Pat. Um, he he's he's so over, and I think that's what made the match so electric. Cause literally everybody was into it. Um, he's, he's, he's he's really good. Like there's literally no reason why he should be doing a backflip off the freaking uh off the turnbuckle. But honestly, I I didn't even care about the Vince that Vince they beat him. Like it was just funny at the fact that it even happened. So I was like, I didn't really care about the result. And then the Stone Cold thing coming out after like that just really just brought it all first full. It made it all makes
2: sense. Yeah.
0: And wait, Osne, I don't know if you had left by then, but um if you had if you saw it, like do you remember anything? Like, did you have any thoughts on it?
1: I don't remember, so I'm pretty sure I did though. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, John, what about you? No, I'm not even going to ask you about the match. I, I want to ask you about that Vince McMahon stunner.
2: Oh. Oh. It was hilarious. Hilarious, man. uh uh-uh. First,
3: he had to fall on the kick. And then he had to get pushed back by the ropes. So Steve could catch him and stun him. And it was... It was the most it was the worst but most hilarious stunner of all time.
0: And I will say that WWE did the they they did an amazing job editing that shit because that was bad. That was bad. And now the final match of WrestleMania, the, the quote unquote biggest match in the history of WrestleMania. It's Roman versus Brock part 772 for both the WWE and the Universal titles. And Roman won, which I'm definitely happy with because I acknowledge the tribal chief, but um I don't want to see this shit no more. I don't seen Brock and Roman too many times. I'm I'm done. I don't want to see this shit ever again. I don't even want to hear it mentioned. Anything do not even put Roman Reigns and Barton Lesnar in the same sentence. It just just end it, please. It was the same match they have every single time. It's like if we was playing WWE 2K and you know, we just get the spamming the finisher buttons. Like, because you remember back in the day when like you could start with like three different finishers before the match, it was like that shit. And this happens every single time. Now, I will say that Roman Shepherd. Roman's shoulder got separated, and he popped it back in and then he won. But you know, all I'm gonna say now is just acknowledge the head of the table. Um, I wish Jalen was on this episode, bro, because me and John were talking about it and we were saying, Well, we should we should have made this bet with Jalen. If Roman would have won, then Jalen would have had to get a Roman shirt and wear that bitch for like a week. I, I would have loved that. I would have loved that shit because he be disrespecting. The head of the table, and I'm not okay with that. I'm I'm not, but um, yeah, it just happened. Um, John, what did you think about the main event of WrestleMania?
3: Uh, mm. disappointing. Whole bunch of spears and Superman punches and suplexes, but no build up, no story, just a, a finisher after finisher after finisher. At the signature move, signature move, finisher signature move. Like nothing crazy. The only good part of the story was when Roman was in the guillotine and his shoulder came out, and then Paul Heyman pushed the rope so Roman could get the rope break. But that was it. It was a little disappointing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. It was was a second shit. And Damon, what did what did you think about the the biggest WrestleMania match of all time? Um, I
4: hope it's the last.
0: Um, <laughs>
4: uh, I agree, and I it, like it. Temporarily, felt like everything that he's done in the last two years, that kind of got thrown out of the window. And I say that because all he's kind of gotten known for his matches mm-hmm. over the last two years because of like the slow methodical like storytelling matches that he's put on in the last two years and it feels like all that got thrown out and it was like up like you said superman punch spear and we're out of here and we know that you can do better than that yeah and it's like i think that and also for me it's hard to enjoy their matches because like for me nothing will ever top the wrestlemania 31 match for them and like obviously that was good for a lot of reasons but I'm like, they just haven't delivered.
0: Yeah. Because they kept doing the same shit. If they stopped booking the match so many times, they wouldn't be stuck in limbo like this. But, you know. Ugh. But, Azane, I know you didn't catch this match, but, like, did you have any thoughts on Roman or Brock?
2: Um,
1: no. I feel like what you all said is pretty valid and what you all are talking about, um, for the most part, um, I do feel like yeah, it gets really annoying when things get like repetitive, and they're kind of just doing the same things, and you you use the, uh, I don't know if it's kind of an analogy, but your example, um, with playing Blue E Two K and just keep trying to use the same finishers, it just gets it just gets old, it gets bland, it gets boring, and. One thing about wrestling that you don't ever want it to get is that. So that's all I have to say about it for the most part. My um, bad if I'm like struggling to talk right now. I'm driving, so.
0: Are no, you, you good. And then with that, everybody was just saying like, oh, well, who's, who the hell could possibly beat Roman now? And everybody, because like he's beating everybody. And then I say, you know what? I know exactly what's gonna happen and I'm gonna be perfectly fine with this. Y'all know who's gonna be Roman? Our black savior. The man who wiped the black woman who called herself a black bitch to a white man. The man who named his mixed baby Liberty. The man with that stupid fucking neck tattoo, the American nightmare, Cody Rhodes, is civil gonna rights be a leader. our civil rights king, Cody Luther King.
1: Wait, he has a black child? Yes. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> he has a black, wow, you learn something new every day.
4: Name Liberty of all things. Yeah, ironic. they, they named this baby Liberty.
1: So the whitest gave- of all white men with American flag, like that's his like promo. And he named his child Liberty.
4: Yeah, he actually gave a he gave a very I have a dream esque speech in February. Was that in February? Or was that in I January? Think so. One of them days. He was talking about how America just in-
2: <laughs> It was so <laughs> fucking was <laughs>
1: So that's that's just that's just interesting. Like you're the most American of America's like white men and you had a black baby.
0: Like, like he is like the most American Democrat I've ever seen. Yeah. Father, like,
4: father is the son of a plumber, blue collar grind <laughs> for what you got. And this nigga went.
1: <laughs> I just think that's bro. just so funny, especially because he's from Marietta, and Marietta is so fucking like
0: racist. Right. I, I don't understand how like how are you most the most patriotic non-racist I've ever seen? Like <laughs> it's really, really like, that,
4: right. But that is why he is our true black savior of the
0: masses. <laughs> <laughs> Acknowledge him, Drew. Cody, Cody Luther King until the day I die. <laughs>
1: I think this that's just, that's just funny, being that you go to Morehouse and you literally call Martin Luther King Martin Luther Coon. So that's just okay. funny.
0: Well, we we not gonna discuss that, but you know we have our reasons for saying.
4: Oh wait, we gotta talk about not right now. But we after, go we, we go, talk, talk, we go talk we go talk we go talk about
0: this after the show. We go talk about this after the show.
4: Like now, i'm interesting. cause listen, cause listen,
0: listen here. We we didn't we just said some shit on this show that might potentially get us taken off, but if I say what I say, bro, they really gonna pull the show off the every platform, bro. <laughs> this niggas is gonna What, be car, mad. Has a,
2: what
1: car has a um, horse on it as its emblem? It's so random, oh,
4: but the Ram.
1: I almost got hit.
4: Oh, you, no! You good?
1: Oh, um, no, it's a fast uh, car. It's like some. It's not like it's like a Mustang.
4: Car. A Mustang. No uh corvette camaro um Um, i don't know cars i don't even know why i'm trying to give input. yeah
0: i could have sworn it wait a minute it probably was a porsche Um, i don't know i
1: don't think i don't think porsche's emblem is a horse though Mm. i don't
2: think
1: so I don't know. I just okay. almost got hit. So that's why I was
0: just like, what kind of car is oh, this? Jesus Christ. But with that, that brings us to a close of our WrestleMania conversation. Ajane again, I just want to say thank you for hopping on. Um, we, we planned this a while ago and now it finally happened. Um, appreciate it. I'm really glad you did join us. It's a great conversation. Um, be safe in your I travels. Will. All right, yeah. I will talk to you later. Be safe, deuces. All right, bye. Bye. And now, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs> this nigga funny as hell. <laughs> Damn, you funny as shit, dog. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm, I'm not even gonna tell y'all what just happened. I'm not even gonna tell y'all what just happened. <laughs> But moving into the NBA, <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen,
2: it finally <laughs> happened.
0: The Los Angeles Fakers were eliminated from playoff contention, which means a team with LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, among a whole bunch of other people, is not happening. So our topic is this 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 topic is what specifically went wrong with this team and I'm just gonna say it outright the whole fucking thing it ain't no one specific thing that was wrong it was everything it was the execution it was listening to LeBron it was choosing Russell Westbrook over DeMar Rosen. it was signing Melgo and re-signing Taylor as if he was gonna be this big next big thing and is it it's, no no Because everybody was saying, like, oh, well, if LeBron, AD, and Russell were all healthy, they would have won a title. No, their roster sucked. Because let's just remember, what did they have to do in order to get Russell Westbrook? They had to trade away their defense. They traded away KCP. They traded away Montrez. Kuzma was gone. Caruso, gone. All of their defense left. So, you know, what LeBron decides... Hey, let's go get – you know what? I think Russell Westbrook would be a great addition to this roster. Now, as a former Russ fan, no, because I know we were saying, oh, well, it actually looks like they might have a shot. I mean, hell, they were the odds-on awesome favorites to win the entire thing. <laughs> Lakers fans, y'all going to hate me. Y'all going to fucking hate me because I'm about to terrorize y'all for months now. But John, my my fellow Lakers hater, what went wrong with that team?
3: Everything. You know who said? You know. You know what? I don't care about the team. I respect them. It's the fans that I don't like. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the fans. The 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 Boings. That's what I'm calling them. The Shaboing Boings, okay? They are the.
1: This nigga said the Shaboing Boings.
3: The Shaboing Boings, they are dick writers. They're dick eaters. I've, I've, oh my gosh. <laughs> Where are their fathers? I mean, oh my gosh, bro. Like, these guys really think they're general managers. Now, I'm going to call out this specific YouTuber, (gasps) Lowe. Oh, no. That man tweeted every single Lakers game. Every home game, away game, preseason. This man has tweeted every single game. And to see him rage every single game and just talk about the Lakers. He, He even did live streams of Lakers games even their watch parties i'm like dude you're wasting your time
0: not my boy legend of winning
3: legend of winning no <laughs>
0: dude
3: he literally you're literally wasting your time bro mm-hmm. he's just and he, and everybody thinks they're a general manager <laughs> thinking they somebody whole time you're just a bro. fan
0: that nigga gotta but change I, I his understand. channel name to lol dog legend of losing yes.
3: i can understand being disappointed but like try to make yourself seem like you're a legitimate i great iq intelligent motherfucker no you're not you're not even good at basketball you're not even gonna play basketball
2: Jesus y'all, Christ. Hey,
3: y'all just play 2k think y'all great at basketball i think y'all smart at basketball no you're not yeah. I'm glad y'all y'all are suffering. I am glad Lakers fans are suffering. You know, I'm a little disappointed in Westbrook and you know, LeBron and them, but you know, you know, things happen. Things happen. But I am glad Lakers fans are suffering. They deserve to suffer. They deserve it. John
0: has hate in his heart this morning. We right. love to see it. Love to see it. But you know, I I just. I only feel bad for one YouTuber and his name is TSO Sage because Sage has known this entire time that this team was not going to work. And every time he did a live stream on Twitch or YouTube, you could hear the hurt in his heart because he was getting clapped on social media about the Lakers, man. And I I just feel so bad. He's the only one I feel bad for. Everybody else? (laughs) though. Oh yeah. Y'all Captain Strange for sure. Um, The question that people have been asking is, do you feel bad for LeBron James? (laughs) Fuck no. Okay. I don't know if y'all don't understand this or not, but this nigga picked the team for crying out loud. I can't feel bad. This nigga, listen. They could have had DeMar DeRozan. Y'all have seen how DeRozan is hooping this year? Now... If y'all wanted to just, you know, go with the point around, y'all still had Rondo. Think about it. If it was Rondo, DeRozan, Bron, AD, and I don't know fucking Dwight, and they had Caruso for defense, KCP for defense, that, nigga, they would have been okay. They would have been fine. But this nigga LeBron, Raymond James Sr. said, I want Russell Westbrook. So you dig the grave LeBron. Now you got a lie in it, nigga. I, tr- I, I I love you, LeBron. I'm a LeBron fan, but you deserve this. And we, we honestly, bro, let's just take a deep dive into LeBron's tenure with the Lakers. <clears throat> now, I'm going to sound like a hater when I say this, and I don't blame LeBron for this, but this might be one of the biggest mistakes LeBron James has ever made. Because his first season there, he has a young-ass Lakers team. This is, this is still the, we haven't recovered from Kobe Bryant retiring Lakers. LeBron goes there. And they're an okay team. Like, they were actually pretty decent. LeBron goes down, he gets hurt. They miss the playoffs. The next season, they pick up Anthony Davis. And things are looking up. And then Kobe passed, Kobe passed away. So everybody's rooting for the Lakers. They go to the bubble. Anthony Davis goes off, and they win the title. Boom. The next season, Anthony Davis shows y'all why we have called him Street Clothes, why we named him Anthony Day to Davis, because that nigga's made of fucking glass. Glass. Do you realize LeBron James lost in the first round? The first round. Now, LeBron was injured. AD was injured. But you think that with the pieces they had, they'd at least win more than one game against Phoenix. But no, <laughs> Phoenix cooked them. And now this year, they trade up. LeBron makes them trade away everything that made that team good besides him and AD to get Russ. And now these things missed the playoffs. LeBron has missed the playoffs two out of four years. And the, one of the years, he lost in the first round. This is Cleveland levels of bad. Now they did get a title in the second season, but this is Cleveland levels of bad. Absolutely, Cleveland levels of bad. So no, I do not feel bad for LeBron James because this was his grave. He dug it. Now he got to lie in it. But that yeah, that got that got to go personal. Yeah, me me and John we just have this hatred for the Los Angeles Lakers, but. Damon, what do you
3: think? I don't. Think? Have history for the Lakers. I don't. <laughs> it's the fans. I love right. the Lakers. I hate their fans. That's right. why I don't like the Lakers now.
0: I, I don't like fans. either one. I don't like either one. But Damon, where do you think everything went wrong for this team?
4: It was doomed from the beginning. Um, the pieces that were making up that team were not good decisions. Um Russ caught a lot of flack this season Um, as a, as a person who Russ is one of my favorite players in the league. Um, I will, you know, I cannot, I can say that he definitely did not play as usual. Um, But I can also say that if you put him on a team where his style of play is not, fit, of course he's not going to play as well. Russ succeeds around people who can shoot because he passes, because he can't shoot. But when nobody else on the team can shoot, that means he has to shoot because nobody else is on the floor because everybody was hurt all the fucking time. Um, so I felt like he, also another person who caught astray was Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel should not have been fired. I don't think he should have been fired. Mm. I I feel like I feel like he was the cop out, out of it. I feel like he was a scapegoat in all of this.
0: I agree. I don't think he should have been fired to an extent, but at was the he same a, was time, was he the best coach? No. I feel like because his rotations were dog shit.
4: Yeah, but what what did he have to work with? They traded away <laughs> no, all of their a, role players. You got a point. everybody they had was over thirty two years old. Drew. Exactly.
0: That, that's they had not, nothing.
4: That's true. they had they do not i don't think y'all understand that these dudes do not have a unprotected first round pick until 2027 every pick that they have from here on out is protected to another team they have that's no crazy. future every all the old players that they have are on horrible contracts they have no young players they thought thT was a god he is a eighth man on a roster at best I his peak i don't care if he dropped 40 bro no but everybody and they, okay. every, they and they lost every and they lost <laughs> every team is a g league right now bro i don't care bro i don't mm-hmm. care if he dropped 40 points they have no future they added a bunch of players who all needed the ball and they're all hurt so i like you said lebron dug this grave and now he gotta lie in it Frank Vogel shouldn't have got fired. And I don't know. This was just, and like you said, the fans are horrible. So that just did not make this situation any better.
0: And overall, man.
4: Season was a joke.
0: Jesus. And I I just I have to bring this up, man. Um, I, I just did the math. Just to show y'all just how bad the Lakers were. Did y'all know? that the Lakers only won nine more games than the Pistons. That's just how bad the Lakers were. They were only nine games better than the Pistons, who were tanking. Besides the fact that the roster wasn't doing what needed to do, besides the fact that Dwayne Casey's one of the worst coaches I've ever seen, they won nine more games than a team that is literally trying to get a top three pick (laughs) in the draft. (laughs)
2: Woo!
0: <laughs> you said championship a bust. Oh no, bust is an understatement, man. <clears throat> how they do you it.
2: how
0: how do you go from being the the odds on favorite to winning the title to not even making the playoffs?
4: Because not people that don't play <laughs> basketball are fucking delusional. That's why mm, that is anybody insane. who's anybody who's watched the game of basketball for more than 10 years knows that this team was Doomed from the start. Anybody who has watched basketball knew that this team was yeah. not going to be good. Yeah. Because yeah, I literally, be I literally this kept bad. saying.
0: No. Because no. I literally kept saying, I'm just like, do y'all remember what happened the last time the Lakers got a bunch of old pieces? Nobody wanted to listen to me. <laughs> Goofies. But now, our next topic. With that being said, with the Lakers being officially out of the play in, meaning, they weren't even good enough to be the 10th seed. The NBA playoffs play-in teams are officially set. And here are the final standings in the Eastern Conference. From one to 10, we have Milwaukee, I mean Miami, Milwaukee, Boston, Philly, Toronto, and Chicago as the official playoff teams. And in the play-in, we have Brooklyn, Cleveland, Atlanta, and Charlotte. And in the West, our six playoff teams are Phoenix, Memphis, Golden State, Dallas, Utah, and Denver with the playing teams of Minnesota, the Clippers, the Pelicans, and the Spurs. (laughs) The Spurs. Not the Lakers. The Spurs are in the play-in.
4: The San Antonio Spurs.
0: Greg Popovich, in his decline as a coach, made the play-in, and the Lakers couldn't do it. (laughs) So... With these standings officially being set, I want to ask both of y'all, who do y'all see coming out of the play-in tournament, starting in the East, John? Um, So the way the play-in looks in the East, um, Charlotte and Atlanta will be playing, and whoever loses that game is the loser, but then whoever wins that game will face the loser of Brooklyn and Cleveland. And the winner of Brooklyn and Cleveland will go on to face Milwaukee in the first round of the playoffs. Mm. So, John, who do you think is going to? I, I don't even I don't even know if I should even ask this question because I think it's just, it's just a no-brainer. Between Brooklyn and Cleveland, who do you think is moving on to face Milwaukee in the first round?
3: Brooklyn and Cleveland, I think whew, I think Brooklyn's going to win. And then I think Charlotte is going to beat the Hawks. And it's going to be Cleveland and Charlotte. Oh. Ooh.
0: That's going to be a good game. That's really going to be a good game. But
3: You know what? Uh, Cleveland and Charlotte, the fans win. Facts. Fans win. Can't
0: decide. Yeah. No, nah, I I agree. Um, I think Brooklyn is going to kill Cleveland in that playing game. I mean, they're literally the best playing team in the league. I mean, it, it's it's clear. It's clear as fucking day. Um, so they're going to face Milwaukee in the first round. Um, Charlotte is going to beat Atlanta. And then even though the fans are going to win that Charlotte versus Cleveland game, I think Cleveland takes it, and they're going to face Miami in the first round. Um. And now, Damon, what about you? Like, do you do you think the something different is gonna happen or do you agree?
4: Okay, so so it goes seven, so the seven and ten. And so, the seven 10, and 10 eight. Lose, so no, seven plays ten and then eight plays nine.
0: Um because I'm 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 look, I'm looking at the y'all can't see this shit, but um, so the way it looks is the seventh and the eighth seed will play for the seventh seed, the ninth and the tenth seed will play. And then the winner versus of the ninth and the tenth versus the loser of the seventh to eighth will play for the eighth seed.
4: Oh, um, okay. I thought it was seven, ten, eight, nine. Um, okay. Um, well, I think the net. Yeah, I think the Nets will beat the Cavaliers. I think the Hornets will beat the Hawks. So then it's it would be Cleveland versus the Hornets. Yeah. Okay and then I think Charlotte would win that.
2: Hmm.
0: That's interesting. That's that's interesting.
4: Cavaliers have been Cavaliers have been uh a bit cold as of late.
0: That is true. That's true. Um, and now, Damon, I'm going to ask you about the West. Um, so seven, oh, the 8th yeah. seed is Minnesota versus Cleveland. I mean, not Cleveland, the Clippers to take 7th seed and play Memphis in the first round. <clears throat> and the Pelicans and the Spurs will be playing at the ninth and 10th. You know, whoever loses that game, they're out. But the, the winner of that game will face the loser of Minnesota and the Clippers. And the winner of that game will play Phoenix in the first round. So, what is your prediction for the play-in on the East?
4: Um, so, I believe I think the so the Clippers will beat the Timberwolves. Um, hmm. Pelicans will beat the Spurs, and then the Timberwolves will beat the Pelicans.
0: Hmm. So, for me, I honestly have Minnesota beating the Clippers. Um i mean paul george being back does obviously help the clippers chances a lot but i mean minnesota has not been like this in a very long time and i think that <clears throat> cad and d and you know anthony edwards i think that you know they have a lot to prove and i think they're gonna play like it and then you know Patrick Beverly in a in a playing game against the Clippers. Oh God, I can't wait to see this shit. Oh my God. I can't wait. But yeah, I think that Minnesota's gonna beat the Clippers and you know take on Memphis in the first round. Um the the, the Spurs are gonna beat the Pelicans. I, I know that for a fact. And then I see the Clip obviously with that being said, the Clippers are gonna beat San Antonio and then play. Phoenix in the first round in a rematch, so that's for me. But uh, John, what do you think?
3: <clears throat> yeah, I I think Clippers are going to be the 7th seed and Minnesota's going to be eight. I don't think the Pelicans and Spurs are going to make it.
0: Yeah, I can see. Yeah, I I understand that. I understand that take. Um. I don't know. It's like I just feel like part of me feels like this is Pops last season. It probably isn't, but I feel like it is going to be. So maybe that's just me just wanting Pop to get the AFC just so he can get one last playoff series in, because I would hate for him to retire out of the playoffs. Um, But yeah, that that's me. So um, with that being said, um, with the playoffs being next week, That means the regular season is coming to an end. And our final NBA topic of the day is just a review of this regular season. And, John, I'm going to ask you first um, just just about any teams specifically that you want to speak on in regards to how their seasons went. Actually, let's not even do it that way. Um, The first team we're going to talk about, of course, is the Pistons. And – John, I'm going to ask you first um with, you know, K coming in as the number one pick and with you know everything that they've been working with, you know, trading for Marvin Bagley and everything. What do you think went well for this team and what do you think didn't go well? Cuz obviously it's <clears throat> Jesus.
3: Um what went well for the Pistons? Uh drafting K. That went well. <laughs> and then the popularity that the Pistons game from the fight against LeBron. Uh, I forgot
2: about that. Yeah, me too.
3: Another popularity was uh, the uh, the jewelry cam that Pistons fans do.
0: Uh, this nigga not even talking basketball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So what what went wrong
2: with the Pistons?
3: What went wrong with the business? Everything, everything went wrong. Um, oh okay. god, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, y'all are two games ahead of Orlando Magic. Mm-hmm.
0: That that yeah. went wrong. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I I have to agree with John. I definitely think that. I mean dude i I love k being a member of this team it, it's it's been an amazing ride i mean just getting to see k play in person like he he's that nigga for real like he really is um i definitely think bringing in marvin bagley was huge like i mean you know at first i didn't like because I, I didn't originally did not want Marvin Bagley in Detroit um, like at the beginning of the season. But then like, you know, as the season progressed, I'm like, well, we need a, we need another center. Like we need a center that can actually score. So we bring in Marvin Bagley and, and just off the rip. Marvin Bagley has been amazing with this team. Um I think Killian is hopefully starting to finally figure things out. Uh Sadiq Bay has also been a great highlight. Um, Isaiah Lewis as well. In regards to what went wrong, I'm gonna try to keep this short because I, I I I may just I may just kill this this entire franchise for this. Um, Dwayne Casey should have been fired. I, I don't care if it was even in the m- middle of the season. Like Dwayne Casey should have gotten fired after the first game. I'm sorry, that man is not a good coach. His rotations are trash. Um, this this Braxton Key guy. Um, I like his defense, but offensively. I I don't I never want to see this man touch the basket. I never want to see him touch do anything offensively ever again. Who else is trash? Um saving Lee, man. We we thought Saving Lee was gonna be so good and he was not. Um Corey Joseph, I don't know why he's on a roster. I'm 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 convinced that he must be white mailing Dwayne Casey or something into getting minutes because he should not be starting point guard on any NBA roster. Corey Joseph might be might be the worst starting point guard in the history of the NBA. (laughs) Now, am I exaggerating? Yes, but I hate his ass. And I want him going. Get that Canadian off of my team. The only Canadian I want on this team is Kelly Olenek. But he better be coming off the bench. But let me stop before I get ahead of myself. Um, Damon, I'm not even going to ask you about the Pistons because I know exactly who I want you to talk about. Let's 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 tell me. About the season of your Oklahoma City Thunder?
4: Yeah, let's get into it. Um, <laughs> I think I would grade it. If I had to give it a grade, I'd probably say, I'd probably say a C minus, high C minus to a C. Um, Josh Giddy was a steal at six. Um, he did an excellent job of facilitating throughout the season it allowed Shay to get a lot of scoring off the ball because that a lot of his scoring came on ball and the more that teams kind of picked up on his ISO game, he was kind of getting iced out of games. But um, Giddy was a nice touch. Um, Lou Dort, he improved immensely on offense. Um, he's not crazy offensively, but it, he's shooting at a way higher percentage, both two and within regular and then three point percentage um I honestly looking at it if we're going across the whole draft I still think the Thunder had one of the best drafts this year um every single player that we drafted has played immensely they haven't had like incredible stats but they've had a great impact on the team and pretty much I think three out of the four have a good future on the team um so that was a high spot um negatives um i this team has an extravagant gift for winning games that they shouldn't um (laughs) like there's really no reason why they should have been in or winning the last few games um because you know, if you fill a team full of G Leaguers who are all hungry trying to get a spot, they everybody's going hot. You no, know, like you had freaking Jalen Horde have two straight games with 20 rebounds and he's six foot eight.
0: Wait a minute. Um, Did you just say Jalen Horde? There's an horde. Oh, I was about to say, I was like, bro, so please don't tell me this and again, the- like, oh, okay. See names Jalen no, Jaylen- Horde, bro. No, was Horde, 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 horde. I was about to say <laughs> I like not um,
4: this nigga Jalen went to the league. <laughs> no, no, no. But, um, but I think the major problem that we had was size. Um, I was really hoping we, and I mean, obviously there's still a chance with the lottery. But in order to get the tie for third, we have to lose tonight or tomorrow night, and the Pistons have to win. Um, so I don't know how well that's gonna go. Um, <laughs> So right now, really, our best chance is four. So I'm hoping that we can – because if we tie, then it's obviously like the coin flip or whatever. But
2: um,
4: I think it's vital that we end up in the top four because, you know, obviously, we got lucky with Giddy at six. But um, I don't think we can afford to go outside of really four or five because this is a very deep draft class. Don't get me wrong. But those top five prospects are way above the rest (laughs) – um yeah. so and we need size we don't have a real center our centers yeah. are six foot nine so Apollo or I I don't know I'm not fully fully sold on Chet yet so I can't really have an opinion there um but overall season was fine considering there's definitely a lot of offensive problems um which has been a which is what has been the problem, but we got we got a lot of cap room, so hopefully they bring in somebody
0: this this offseason. And the next team I want to talk about right now is Chicago. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, at the beginning of the season, like everybody's just like Chicago, like they gonna they're gonna be like no top seed, and then like. That first half of the season, man, Chicago was going crazy. I mean, DeMar was, I mean, dude, like DeMar DeRozan was legitimately a top five MVP candidate. Um, Zach Levine was going crazy. Lonzo was showing the value that he truly had all these years. And I mean, everything looked promising, but the problem is consistency, Um I mean, Chicago was hot, man. Like, like the first like month and a half, they were the number one seed in the entire league, and they've lost like the last what three? I think their last ten games, they're three and seven. Um, Charlotte just walked them niggas yesterday, man. Um, and I don't know what's going. On. First of all, Nikola Vucevic, I mean Vucevic, um you 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 cost me money you 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 when i was parlaying back then, when i was at home and i was parlaying during christmas break all i needed your weak ass to do was get a double double but you couldn't even do that you couldn't even you couldn't even give me you couldn't give me 10 rebounds so fuck you um i think that iota sumu was a huge huge steal um obviously de rosen he's been whooping but you know he's kind of staggered a little bit because, you know, he went on that run in, what, February, I believe? We just went stupid. Um, Zach Levine's been consistent, but Patrick Williams has been hurt, and Lonzo Ball has been hurt, and Caruso has been hurt, and that's really been hurting their defense because without them three on the floor, defensively, them niggas cooked. So um from starting out as – the first seed in the, what in the league, in the in the entire NBA and now they're just sixth in the east um i don't have faith cuz there's oh yeah cuz they play in boston in the first round yeah no they they with the bye bye um i'm sorry um to all my chicago listening but they're not beating boston absolutely not but um, that that is my take on Chicago and um, John um, obviously you know we talked about the Lakers and how that shit wasn't gonna happen. But what about Phoenix? You know, what, what how would you rate Phoenix's season? Ah,
3: are perfect. I mean, even when Chris Paul went down, Phoenix was still fine. Even when Devin Booker was down at the same time with Chris Paul. Phoenix didn't – they didn't fold. And that's why they're the number one team in the NBA, the number one seed in the Western Conference. Phoenix, great. We're great.
0: Yeah. And speaking of a team that's even – it's still pretty good without their start. I mean, we got to give it up to Memphis, man. I mean <laughs> – I did not expect Memphis to be this damn good. Like I knew Ja was gonna go crazy and all, but like they built that team around Ja, and it's it's been damn near perfect. Like I never expected you. If you would have told me that the Memphis Grizzlies would have the second best record in the NBA, as young as this team is, like because I mean Ja, Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson, like they. Their core is so young. Like they're legit one of the youngest teams in the league. And they're so damn good. And it doesn't make sense. Like even without Ja, I think because I think the record was what like when, when Ja was out and they went on that run where they went like seven and two without Ja. Or seven, it was either seven and two or seventeen and two without Ja. 20 and 2. Just,
4: 20 and uh, 2.
0: 20 and 2 without Ja Morant, Which means because everybody's saying, oh, well, does that mean that John Morant isn't that good? No, that means that team is that damn good. So when it comes to the playoffs, man, I know they're a young team. And, you know, you, you try not to really give them too much, you know, because they're so young. But, dude, I I, I I wholeheartedly expect them possibly at least in the conference finals. Maybe. Because I'm not sure if they would have because they I think they would have to face Golden State in the second round. So um again like I've been I've been saying this for the longest if Golden State fucks up I fully expect Memphis to be in the NBA finals because fuck Phoenix and I want somebody to humble their ass anyway. So like I said like if Golden State messes up I I want Phoenix to go to the finals most definitely and. Damon, the next team. I think this is probably going to be the last team. Um, we have to be honest with ourselves. Um, I've known this for a while, a while, but nobody's wanted to believe me about this. But Damon, just just be honest about the Utah Jazz.
4: They are the Gonzaga of the NBA.
0: Thousand percent
4: obviously they have to play better teams all the time but their record does not reflect how actually bad they are like i don't understand how a team that shows such little chemistry can have such a good record and i it, it blows my mind every time i see them in there cuz the, i i really don't get it um they they are not good uh,
0: Man. And I, I, I have man. no words.
4: <laughs> I, did you see the video uh from last night? Rudy Galbert getting uh oh, yeah. <laughs> at the three-throw line because Donovan Mitchell smacked Look, the table. I
0: because I know Donovan got that contract, man, but I'm telling you, he he will not be with the Utah Jazz next season. He he is going to harden or send him his him his way out of Utah. And Part of me is like, well, deservedly so because he deserves better. But I've watched a couple. I've watched quite a few Utah games and like, I don't know what it is about Donovan Mitchell in the fourth quarter, man. But that nigga is just barbecue chicken on both ends of the floor, man. I don't. I don't know what's going on with him. Cause I, oh, Jesus Christ. You
4: see that? Well, that's why he was so mad yesterday.
0: Cause he, he went shot. like he went like oh He went, like,
4: in, He went for like zero and eight. Yeah,
0: and he I'm was seven like...
4: for he was seven for twenty. Oh, he was, wait, so what is that? He was seven and seven for twenty one. Twelve. He's seven for twelve before the fourth quarter, Jesus and then Christ. finished eight, and then finished seven and twenty.
0: That that's insane. Like
4: I'd be smacking the scores table too, and I'm yeah, smacking him across the head.
0: Like is it's it's been a consistent thing for them this season like Donovan Mitchell don't trust nobody so he jacking up all the shots in the fourth and that's how they lose leads like I was reading I I think I, I think I, I retweeted it but the the jazz have lost the most games after being up double digits in the fourth <laughs> quarter than any other team in the league. And I, I – wait, let me go look back and find it. I I, I have to find this tweet, though, Bro.
4: Speaking of double-digit leads, I just want to throw in there really quick, shout-out to the Lakers to doing it uh, – to giving up two for the Thunder this season.
2: Because
0: <laughs> in the fourth quarter, they were up 17. They were up 17, man. and just it's it's ridiculous dude like how are you that bad like they were up 17 at the start of the fourth like i don't I, I just don't understand that i i genuinely don't understand how you can be that bad like do you know how mad i'd be if my if i was a, if i was an nba player and my team literally led the league in the most leads double digit leads broken oh no i'd be pissed so utah is done so that that wraps up uh a pretty pretty interesting 2021 to 22 nba regular season and ladies and gentlemen next week playoffs start so it's really about to get crazy out here man but with that That is going to bring us to the end of this episode of Hooplex. Thank you guys for listening. Um, In a couple weeks, we will be celebrating one year of this podcast, which is still insane to me. But we will figure out what we're going to do after
2: that. But again, thank you guys for listening and we will see you all next week.